Good afternoon, everyone. Cautious optimism in the Fife property market. Uh, let's roll the VT. Afternoon, Perry. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Excited to be uh, talking about a topic that's on everybody's thoughts at the moment, I guess. Yes, yes. And I think the key words here are cautious optimism. <laughs> um, that's a positive headline. <laughs> yes, as for a change. And we're going to talk about the negative uh, headlines and the negative, obviously, um, feedback in the media and things like that that we always have to look and read. And I think that people take quite literally sometimes. And I think it's um, it's not always the case. Um, the UK and Fife property market um, navigates through the navigates through the ongoing economic turmoil. May many Fife homeowners, I think, and landlords as well. I see that quite a lot. Obviously, we're dealing with lens may feel really uncertain about how the future is, and mm -hmm. uh, that's what we're going to cover today and have that uh, cautious optimism that we've just obviously spoke about. However, the up-to-date data shows that in 2023, property crash predictions by the, the many newspapers and the usual clickbait, um, obviously doom mongers, if you want to call them, and the lead, uh, the lead up to like the, the end of last year and Christmas, social media and things were really um, pushing that and, and driving that narrative. And I think that it may not all be as bad as initially thought. Um, there are reasons to be cautiously optimistic, I think, really. Right move, uh, the right move websites obviously state that the average asking price of a home for sale in the UK rose by just fourteen pounds in February. Um, so, I mean, what what does that mean? I mean, in terms of the property market, should people be concerned, Perry? Oh, to be honest, I think you need to educate yourself with the right information um, in regards to what does it mean for you. And it says, whilst £14 in February might sound alarming and cause for concern, as we say, I think asking prices remaining flat rather than falling could actually be seen as a really positive sign. Um, and yes. certainly that's what we're seeing. And that's good for the year ahead, potentially. Uh, remember that they're only what people are asking. So it's not necessarily what people are achieving. And I think that's the difference. You know, the asking price average versus what actually they are achieving. Yes. Two different things, as we know. Um, so what exactly is happening in the Fife property market? But starts with realistic pricing. I think that's a real key factor for us. Yeah. And certainly I do see that when I'm out there. Um, you know, you go out to see a client and you'll have an idea of what you think the valuation of the property is going to be. Um, and actually they'll say, oh, well, hang on, I've had someone else out and, oh, you're way off beam, as in not high enough. And I think it's about being realistic um, and delivering to your client exactly what what is required to get them their dream sale. Um, and, you know, we're true to our valuations and to our home reports, and I think that that's a real positive step, and I think that's what's needed. Um, a key thing being, really, that your estate agent, your agent that you've got coming out, whichever firm that's from, I would challenge them to demonstrate where the number comes from, because I yes. think that gives confidence as well in actually what does it mean for you and where is it coming from. So I think that's a big thing. Um, but, yes, yeah, so having a realistic pricing strategy, I think, is paramount. 
um, the time it's taken to sell a property as well is taking a little bit longer. So, you know, the sale agreed upon has increased nationally from 21 days in the summer of 2022 to 50 days in quarter one of 2023. Yeah. And that's a big difference. And we've seen that as well. You know, where things have maybe been taken two or three weeks, we're seeing it's now going a bit longer and it's taken maybe four, five, six. So it's about realistically managing expectations along the way as well. Yeah, I think... Oh, sorry, where'd you go? No, I just think it's, it's interesting how you, you, you said there, obviously, things are remaining flat rather than falling. And the, the big question is, oh, people say to me, is, is the market crashing? Is, is things going down? And I'm like, things have levelled out. But I mean, there's no any concern about things really dramatically falling. And you're right, challenge your agent to demonstrate where they get their valuations mm -hmm. for it, where they're getting their price point. There was one I was at today, actually, um, and we had done comparables and, and, and my initial thoughts on the property were at a certain price point. And the home report was done today. And although the comparables in terms of the sales and the area between me and the home, the, the, home, the surveyor doing the home report, we thought maybe although the comparable showed it, we knew the market in the area and thought maybe it's just slightly a little bit lower. I mean, it, was, it wasn't a lot, but because of the the, the, the buyers, uh, the seller's situation, to really get buyers through the door, we price aligned it appropriately. And the buyer, the, the seller totally agreed that we're going to get buyers through the door at that price. And we'll probably mm -hmm. achieve that bit where we expect it to be in terms of the comparables. But I think to understand the market, is really important and you'll only get an agent who's experienced in that area and has feet on the ground and knows the do you know what i mean what the market's like or her or her feet <laughs> <laughs> or her feet sorry apologies <laughs> uh, on his or her feet or on 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 their feet um yeah. yes of course but yeah so it all comes down to experience and yeah definitely it's think... true and i think that's where you really need to do to challenge that as i say i had exactly this conversation with a client this morning we really want to come with yourselves you know but we had another agent now and this is what they've said and i said but does that agent know that area and they didn't really know that area yeah. so they you know they've they've taken the right decision they've come with ourselves and i think it is just understanding that so being flat actually is a good thing because the home reports have caught up as well so you know yeah. it is a, it is a positive um so i think that's good so additionally as well as challenging all of that um and the 21 days um yeah changing to 50 days and that could potentially be a concern but it's not a concern it's just that's how long things are taking um despite the turbulent economic conditions buyer demand is still rising um right move also reported in the national press that the number of people contacting estate agents has increased by 11 percent in the last two weeks compared to the same period in 2019 and i have to say we've definitely seen a change over the last few weeks and I think yeah. that is down to actually it's down to our constant contact that we have with our clients of course it is but I think it's just a natural thing because it's that time of year we're coming into spring a lot of people have gone through the winter months so you do tend to see a bit of a, a seasonal uplift at this point anyway yeah um so yeah, I think that, that's, that's helping there's seven times a year yeah you see that so. yeah definitely um a number of sales agreed upon has also rebounded so you know that's that's a positive situation as well I mean, nationally, from the 1st of January to the 19th of February in 2023, 134,886 properties have been sold subject to contract in the UK. Yeah. Not a good figure when it's compared it to the same time a year ago, when sales yeah. agreed were, in 2022, 173,607. 
Mm-hmm. But you know that was when the pandemic. That was again the the, the headline of the doom and gloom that was anticipated that actually didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I know that's, that. that's an interesting one. Uh, yeah, so let, I mean, let's go through the years. I mean, as if by magic, I do have um, <laughs> I do have a graph here that kind of depicts obviously through the years. So you, I mean, you started you, 20, the last year figures twenty twenty two. You were saying like one hundred seventy three six so seven, mm-hmm. and then if we work back to twenty twenty one. Was um, 193, 6 or 7 yes, was 2021. Yeah. And, then, and then you go to 2020 when it's just short of 152. And then 2019, yeah. Obviously, 2023 with more normal years like maybe 2017, 18, and 19, mm-hmm. and even 20. Uh, and this tells obviously a different story, which we've just demonstrated there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, looking a bit closer to home, obviously, as five, because those figures were the UK kind of as a whole. And mm-hmm. five, the first seven weeks up to 19th of February 2022. Obviously, we said there over 709 properties were sold subject to contract. Now, obviously, that's subject to that's actually the exchange and things going on. So, so this year, mm-hmm. for the exact first uh, of January to the 19th of February times timeline, 756 properties have sold, uh, which is similar to last year, mm-hmm. slightly better to 2017, 2018, and 2019. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you look at it that way, and like you say, if you've got the right information and the right statistics to base your your obviously your, th- your theory of the market and um, mm-hmm. what is my theory really if it's based on, on the facts then obviously you can see that it's actually not all that bad um i mean it's a, sta- it's a stable market at the end of the day the market is performed it has caught up with itself i mean if you think back to you know early 21 when the pandemic really kind of took hold of everything yeah. and there was this m- huge outcry about what the property market was going to do and it was doom and gloom and it was all going to collapse around us and nobody was going to be in positive equity and there was all these really scary stories and actually what happened was the complete opposite and it then got to the situation where no one could predict what was going to happen because it just took off like a metamorphosis didn't it (laughs) so there there was a little bit of it but gosh what's going to happen next and I think then when that happened the doom mongers came out again and said oh well it'll crash now and interest rates are starting to go up and when you think about all of those things, there is kind of almost an anticipation that it will happen. But actually, it is stabilised. We've just demonstrated that the numbers are the same for 17, 18, 19. Mm-hmm. So take out that little hot bubble that was the pandemic. And actually, we're in a great position. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then um, I touched on there, obviously. I mean, it is, it's, it's all terrific selling houses and things. But obviously, it's subject to obviously conclusion of missives and things and until that uh, actually until you're at that point then you've only sold subject to your conclusion of missives so that is so, I mean it could all fall through uh, when it's not legally binding and, uh, until that point but as agents we like to obviously delve deeper into the stats and things mm-hmm. to, to uh, look and and consider the net property, uh, property sales um, mm-hmm. which obviously like you said there obviously in terms of just looking at uh, as the actual property sold rather than the properties mm-hmm. on the market. 
I think that's the key thing. Yeah. That's the key. And actually, that's where I was going with this. <laughs> until, until keys are handed over, it's true, anything can go wrong. But I think, yeah. again, that's a part of um, having a strong agent on board as well who understands the journey that you're on and what stage you're at on your journey and working together to get you across that line. Um, and definitely your agent should be working strongly with you in, in your, your favour of making that happen. Um, it is rare. That it, that it won't happen you know and sometimes you can hit a bit of a brick wall but actually there can be ways to get around that and still make the dream come true so it's just mm -hmm. a case of being dogged really and make sure that you get there yeah yeah i think that obviously it is to concentrate on net sales rather than and, and that's the mm -hmm. gross number of properties actually sold as opposed to uh, and mm -hmm. then obviously taking away the ones that maybe haven't exchanged and, and falling through and look at that figure mm -hmm. uh, and base your your uh, your your theory like obviously on on that number rather I would than agree. And, and that's what it's about i mean we we often say it doesn't matter um how many properties you've kind of got under you know subject to sale or whatever it is but it's actually transactions you know yes. we constantly talk the about transactions how it, are transactions about. are what's important in the property market and that really doesn't matter how much your properties are selling for if they don't transact actually it doesn't mean anything so the statistics are definitely how many transactions and that gives you a good insight to the health of the market doesn't it i mean in the three months leading up to the mini budget in september 2022 mm -hmm. there was an average of 17,801 properties um per sale per week um yeah that dropped by 34.7 percent two months after the autumn mini budget to an average of 11,624 net property sales per week so there was a big difference there yeah but we've seen a difference. I mean, in the last five weeks, that's rebounded back up to 17,050 net property sales. So that's actual transactions completed. Yeah. So it's back on par again with where we were back in September. So the little blip in the budget seems to have levelled out again. Levelled it, it back out again, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we I, I did a the Right Move kind of index update last week. And what we saw in the UK, there was definitely a bit of a kind of roller coaster ride in where the numbers were dipping. But actually, in five, what we've seen is when we looked at December, November, all the way back to May, it was steady. It had stayed the same. So what we're seeing now actually is a similar picture. So that's a really positive place to be. Yeah, and I mean, like you say, obviously, it's rebounded in the last five weeks. And if, if uh, you consider the average uh, in the same five weeks, like we just looked at it like in 2017 2018 2019 mm -hmm. it was round about just it was just over 18,000 uh, property sales per week so we're mm -hmm. close to what many would consider a normal market again mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean so it has really done a bit of a circle and we've leveled back out so yeah there isn't any great cause for concern yeah I mean there's elements to that I mean the improving market conditions have also been supported of course by a reduction in average mortgage rates there are still some really good rates out there um home yeah. buyers taking out five-year fixed rate deals um play a big part in in that and making it a bit of a secure market um you know five-year fixed rate deals with 15 percent deposits can expect a rate of about 4.39 percent so i mean that's a yeah. really good place to be i know that some people are saying well actually that's rubbish because i've got two percent but when you compare yeah, but... that to pre-pandemic when it was like five, six, seven, it's still a really good opportunity for people to mm -hmm. get on the property market without having to put down the 30, 40, 50% deposits. Yeah. So that's a yeah. really strong thing for them. And that that's according to HSBC. There are other lenders out there, but that's the example yeah, that we've kind of picked for today. That's a bit of a snapshot of the market. And, I, and I've, I've seen, yeah. I've seen the, 
those figures reflected in discussions I've had and, and, and speaking to, exactly. to people. But, I, I mean, that 4.39%, when we look at that, I mean, that's down from an average of 6.1% in early October. Yeah. So, you know, that's like two-thirds, two you know, mm-hmm. less. So, you know, that's a, that's a really strong position for people to be in. So the reduction in mortgage rates will have or may have contributed to the recent increase in buyer demand. But I think it's also accumulated with where we are in regards to the seasonality piece as well. Yeah, as you said before, and I totally agree with that. But I mean, mm-hmm. th- these are all really positive signs in the market. And I've led some experts to now suggest, obviously, a softer landing for the property market than initially expected. Um, and that could be on the horizon, obviously, as mm-hmm. opposed to the crash and, and, and that yeah. recession and thing, everything, everything that was flying about in recent months. Uh, and, and in fact, like the majority of the last year as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the combination of sellers being more realistic on price and an improving picture of the number of agreed sales uh, suggests a more positive outlook uh, for the property market. And, uh, mm-hmm. I, I definitely think that is what we're seeing here. Um, what would you advise five homeowners coming to the market? I mean, for me, as I said earlier on, we're coming to the market, you know, it's upcoming in the spring. Um, mm-hmm. It's a great time to be selling a property. So your agent's expertise to get the right price um, for you first time round um, and to find the right buyer more quickly is paramount to you because you'll yeah. chances are you'll now have seen something. Um, if you do wish to chance a higher asking price, only do so for no more than two weeks. Um, if you haven't sold by then, take your agent's advice and realign that. So that's one of the things that we're finding. I think it goes back to the earlier comment that I made about making sure when you've got your agent out that your agent really does demonstrate to you how they understand yeah. the value of your property and where did that come from. Um, and then you list it at a reasonable price. But if it's not shifting, which is what we would say would happen if a property isn't, you know, the first two weeks of a property listing tends to be where the highest generation is because it's new and everybody's seeing that it's yep. new. Um, but actually, after that, you've still got your correct buyer who's maybe just not on the market yet. You know, we often speak about this, Richard, don't we, that, you know, 20 people a day in Fife decide whether to buy or sell a house. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's no need to panic after two weeks. But if you're going for a high price strategy, you do need to make sure that you have something in as a, a kind of fallback and the reasons for that, because the market will want to see what that is and what does that mean for them and the house. Yeah, I think if if you are, as a seller uh, are prepared to test the market and, and, and wait, then you could, you could be at that slightly higher price point, which is still probably achievable in the area. But like, mm-hmm. like the client had today, they are really keen to move on. They're, they're not looking for overlay um, above what the, the expected price is. So, and, and between us and the and surveyor, we realigned it just ever so slightly, where I think it'll sit better in the, in the current market and, and mm-hmm. what the demand's like in that area. And, mm-hmm. and that's, like you say, that's the conversation you should be having with your agent and mm-hmm. they should be advising you. Because of your circumstances, we should be maybe slightly, slightly realign it. Mm-hmm. instead of maybe two, three weeks down the line and actually once you're on the market, then and they think, right, okay, we're going to have to realign this now because it's it's going to be a longer time scale. I, Definitely, and, and that's what we see, and it's about having that honest discussion, isn't it? And you only move because of your circumstances. So something is driving this, something is making yeah. this have to happen for you. So your agent really needs to understand your journey. Where are the pain points in your journey and how can they fix it for you? And I think that's really paramount that you get that understanding. Um, you know, so it's, it is about getting good advice. But I mean, having said that, 194 five homeowners have realigned their asking prices since the 1st of January 2023. 
and I've seen that because you 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 see that yourself, Eric, because we both keep mm -hmm. an eye on the market and what's coming on mm -hmm. and what's going off and all the rest of it. But and I've noticed a lot of price realignments uh, over mm -hmm. the last uh, obviously few months and this and the start of this year. Mm -hmm. um, so that's no surprise that did you say 194? Yeah, 194 yeah. since the start of the year. I mean, well, it's true that some first-time buyers may still be priced out of their original plans and may need to look for a maybe a lesser expensive property. Maybe they have to get a bigger deposit because the mortgage offerings have changed. Um, higher monthly mortgage payments, again, yep. making a difference. So then suddenly what they could afford six months ago maybe is not what their budget can afford now. Um, so, you know, there's still cause for optimism for those people. The fact yep. that we've just demonstrated actually with a lesser deposit, you're still getting tied in low rate deals. At a, a, a good rate, yeah, years. yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. So there's still considerable demand for buying property in Fife, I think. We're definitely seeing that. Yeah, yeah, there, there definitely is. And then, but I think obviously rent, renting, obviously I do a lot, of, obviously predominantly do the, the lettings and things mm -hmm. as well. And renting is becoming increasingly um, unattractive to some people in some cases because of the, the market being and the way it is. Uh, for many people, mm -hmm rents have obviously increased to the point where they think well i should be maybe um i maybe should be be buying um obviously uh, like instead of obviously the rents of coming up and obviously double digit double digit percentages and things as well mm -hmm. uh, but are i mean you, that's are, you that, seeing, are you seeing quite a bit of that then richard have you seen a kind of a particular trend in that sorry i just had to reach over and turn my heating off there and i'm actually <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> i forgot i had my, my heater on and i'm absolutely <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think people people have got the some people have got the outlook that obviously because there's there again it's the media and things there's like oh mm -hmm. the like rental prices are skyrocketing and things like that. I mean, but in general terms, it's again it's like the sales market unless you really know your facts and 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 know the market and and actually what the previous rental prices were and mm -hmm. people might think well that's really high now but it's like well it's not changed drastically for what it was mm -hmm. x y and z years do you know what i mean yeah. um yeah. if you if you're if you've got your finger on the pulse with lettings and things you'll realize that but people take that approach think but i'd be as well i'd be as well purchasing a property because i could do it with x amount and whatever yeah. um so yeah it does swing in roundabouts um mm -hmm. i, have I mean if i go back to talking about the other i mean we, we're definitely seeing so that there is buyer demand um, yeah so of course <laughs> I think it's important as well that purchasing a property always involves a trade-off between yes. what maybe you necessarily desire versus what's affordable, um, regardless of the market conditions. Yeah, it's, it's this kind of want and need thing that we always talk about, isn't it? Yeah, people, people's um, expectation, and, and and again, as an agent, that's what you need to help people do is to manage mm -hmm. to help manage their expectation and maybe what they want to achieve or expect to achieve maybe isn't attainable. But, and they depend on their circumstances yeah. and their financial setup and things as well. Um, I mean, while a four bed detached house may be out of reach, a larger and older three bed semi, for instance, um, might be a more realistic option for some people. Um, and they probably have the same square footage as well. I mean, that's why the semi detached was kind of invented, wasn't it, at the end of the day, so yeah. that people could, could afford and be in, in nice properties. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, that's kind of what we're seeing in regards to the properties for sale. In regards to five landlords looking to invest in buy-to-let homes, um, is this a good time? What's your view on that, Richard? I do. I mean, do you know, landlords and investors at the moment, um, there has been so much activity and that it, it's such a good time to be buying. And people might think that's strange because price, price, house, house prices have been so high and whatever, but mm -hmm. I've just there's been such a, an influx of investors and 
there has obviously been investors who have left the market, but there's also been a lot of new investors coming through, uh, especially in the Fife market. Um, mm -hmm. Fife landlords looking to invest in buy-to-let homes. I think now, uh, maybe, uh, I know now is a good time to do that. Obviously, with rising rents, you're, you're attaining good returns and things. And mm -hmm. I think of the, I mean, of the 249 properties let in Fife since the 1st of January, uh, the average rent achieved uh, is around about 780 or eight, 790 pounds. People might think that's really high, but you have mm -hmm. to remember in Fife, we take into consideration it as a whole. So you've got mm -hmm. St Andrews and you've got obviously higher value areas and the lower value areas. So that's obviously an average of that. But this mm -hmm. is a significant drop in the number of properties let in the same um, first seven weeks of the years. And I will keep comparing obviously 2017, 2018 and 2019. Um, so, but it's a massive increase in, in rents in comparison mm -hmm. to those years. Um, so yeah, but I mean, to me, I think it's a really good time for investors. There's a lot of good um, opportunities out there. I think there's a lot of good opportunities to purchase property in certain areas. You need to, that's, that thing, that's the important thing. You will see a lot of properties maybe at higher um, price points and you think, oh, well, that you're not going to get a good return on that because you're not looking at the right area. You're not looking at the right property. You need to have a plan about what you're looking for, where you're looking, uh, where you're looking for it and how you're going to maybe increase the the, 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 the capital appreciation over time or immediately in, increase the value by doing a renovation. And so you need to look at areas that may be undervalued but underappreciated uh, in terms of their, their, their price point. Uh, areas like Glenoffice, I use it as an example all the time. You'll know yourself, uh, Perry, that price points in Glenoffice could be, in certain areas of Glenoffice, you know, within Glenoffice itself, it then has areas where mm -hmm. are really good rental areas they're brilliant for obviously families and schools and things you get a good rental return but you can purchase the property at a really attractive price mm -hmm. and then and so that gives you a really good uh, return and long-term cash flow as well as being able to add a bit of value with capital appreciation over time i guess as well when we talk about investments and is it a good time are you seeing many new landlords coming to the forefront and do they have a longevity plan? Because, I mean, we often talk about the fact that this is not a transaction. I think it's not a short term win. That it, yeah. It's about building a, a back portfolio, isn't it? Yeah, I think the majority of people coming forward to, to me and asking for advice and, and who I'm assisting at the moment are investors who are looking to build a portfolio. Now, whether that's maybe just two or three or maybe upwards mm -hmm. of six and more, I, I've even got some that are buying six at a time now because obviously they're getting that reduced, uh, obviously, on uh, the ADS and things. And there is a mixture. I mean, the majority of landlords uh, are made up of maybe they've got a portfolio of maybe one or two. That is the, but I, more and more I see um, investors coming to build portfolios of a substantial amount and they are in it for the longer game. Mm -hmm. They are in it for the long term cash flow as opposed to quick gains from short term you're not do you mean really you should uh, consider your game your your goals and your game plan when you're doing a property investment mm -hmm. and ideally it's not a short term thing you're not going to get short a lot of high gains in a short term it's over yeah. a yeah. longer period okay, okay. But, but i think i think there's misconceptions about it's not a good time to invest because of maybe they think the sale market the sales side of things are a bit turbulent which we've just demonstrated it isn't really it's quite mm -hmm. it's quite stable and it's just kind of leveled back out again to where that's a, a, a recognized as a healthy housing market 
Yeah, um, yeah. And, and there's really good deals out there uh, to be had for investors in terms of adding to their investment portfolio, definitely. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's what we're losing. I mean, newspapers will all be, always, always be full of news about house price drops in the coming months. Um, all the index reports on house sales, where the sale agreed, was offered nine to 11 months ago and completed, um, i.e. money's and keys handed over, like we spoke about mm -hmm. earlier on, three or four months ago, you know, we're still seeing that increase. So yeah. it, it's not a massive downturn. Um, at this particular time, lag means that house price data is nearly a year old before it's published. So that doesn't help, actually, because then you're actually not dealing in current fact. And when you think about if the information has been published for a year, we're now dealing with where we were when we were in the midst of peak pandemic, a, yeah. you know, start of 2022, when the house pricing and the activities were, were certainly much higher in regards to demand certainly not what was available, but the demand was causing that increase as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And obviously you see about, obviously, the newspapers not that'll all be full of, I mean, I think social media is such a big driver. Eh? This, eh? <laughs> this, like you say, the doom, the doom mongers and things, eh? and ugh, TikTok's the worst for it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As soon as something's on TikTok, and obviously <laughs> I have TikTok for work, and the feedback you get sometimes is just like, okay, I think it's just because it's such a broad, platform with so many different do you know what I mean feeds into it I mean as opposed to just the normal social media platforms and things but but I think that's a good thing yeah, I mean that's what we base our business on and I think well, it, it's good to have it but you have to not make snap judge, judgments and you have to deal yeah. with the facts rather than than what you're seeing potentially as headlines which is yeah and I think like you say like. obviously the newspapers aren't just a paper anymore they're they're, they're obviously publications they're and they're on all, they're yeah. on all these platforms and they're in everybody's hand first thing in the morning and last thing at night mm. and if they're they're publishing this information which is driving the narrative of how the market is when it really isn't um, exactly yeah that's what I think when we talk about that as well and about you know the publication of some of that data that's that potentially is out there on the keys handed over situation being over a year old i mean if you decide to buy a house on that information you're using old property data aren't you um yeah. so that you know that, that can be challenging for yourself to really understand where it is so, i mean in late 21 early 22 there were 30 plus viewings per property um and people paid way over the asking price and that's what i was saying about how if you're looking at that kind of data where we are today is not what it was like back then. No like one not. expected what happened back then. Yeah, we, we went through that. It was difficult. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, they were paying way over the asking prices to secure a property because there was minimal property on. I mean, at that point, there was about 400 properties to maybe 420, 450 max yeah. each week. Now we're at about 865, I think it was this morning when I looked. But before the pandemic, it was about 12, 1300. Yeah. So we're kind of in that middle bracket now, which is why I think it's it's stabilising itself a little bit. So I think that's normality for Fife, if you Yeah, if you I, I, would, I would agree. Yeah, I would totally agree. And I think that although we're maybe not at the point where we were struggling to fit mm -hmm. in the 30-plus viewers for every property, um, we've still got a good amount of demand for property. And Definitely. People, yeah, buying property. I think for someone who's looking at purchasing as well, though, I think the basis of the fact that that's where we are and prices are now more normal um, and they're at more, I don't know, slightly more realistic. And we spoke about that earlier on, didn't we? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the house price indexes will show a reduction in house price sales um, and prices. The newspapers will say house prices are crashing because there's a reduction and any reductions bad, even though it was in a huge positive. So actually the reductions 
normal. <laughs> um, but it explains the way all of the above will work for you in regards to everything that we've said, really, won't it? Um, and while it's not a newspaper clickbait title, it's the truth. Um, and that's what we try to do is provide facts for people so that they can make good judgments. Um, and it's more of a return to more normal house pricing practices is what we're seeing. And yeah. that's certainly what we're seeing in regards to the transactions that we're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it's always good uh, to review the market as it is now and in recent times as opposed to let's compare it to like you say the old stats and the old figures because that's not how the, the things are performing at the moment mm -hmm. and any good agent and obviously that will be able to demonstrate and be able to explain that to you um yeah so i think but i mean we all need to prepare for the clickbait newspaper headlines and things like you spoke about i mean at the, like the house price crashes and things it will happen um and i think you, you'll never escape that but if you if you could train yourself not to take that in and listen to a professional who obviously is familiar with how the, the market is in, the, in an area at, the at, at that time and moment uh, and can provide you with the the evidence to back that up then mm -hmm. that's really what, who you should be taking your advice from and, and definitely yeah. I mean, oh, oh, bad news sells papers bad news gets yeah. titles bad news yeah. gets viewers it's just it's just the way of it there, there is an attraction to it eh? but i think there's an element as well where perhaps you need to pay, prepare for the doom mongers to quote that yeah. bad news of the earnings to houses prices ratio and you know how's that going to impact you and they're at the highest levels ever their reality yeah. is that they're not I mean, the average property in the five area is 184,000. The average salary is 31,000. That's the same as the average salary from England. Yeah. So actually, you know, us living here, we're in a really strong position. And I think that's what we need to kind of bear in mind that we can't compare what we see on Sky News platforms. There are other platforms out there um, yeah. as being factual for us and what's going on in our worlds. And, and what about like first-time buyers and obviously mortgage payments and things? And what are they kind of facing at the moment? So, I mean, in this house price ratios that are a poor measurement of health in the UK as a whole in regards to the property market. Uh, in our view, you know, first-time buyer mortgage payments as a percentage of their take-home pay is a better way to judge that. Mm -hmm. um, it's actual pound notes out of actual pay packets that make the difference, doesn't it? And that determines yeah. what it is you can pay. I mean, the nationwide measure first-time buyer mortgage payments as a percentage of the take-home pay has grown for first-time buyers from 30.4% in quarter four, 2021, to 39.4% in quarter four, 2022. That's, so that's a huge jump. That's a bit of a jump, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. When you look at it like that, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what that what that's basically doing, though, is allowing, showing that people have got more affordability, which is fantastic. So mortgage interest rates have dropped since then. Of course they have. So the percentage will fall. Also, it will give some context and let us not forget that the percentage in 89 was 48.4. So, you know, there's a huge difference in comparable. Um, and I know we've said about not going back and looking at historical, but it is important, I think, to realise actually, you know, salaries are going up, lifestyle is improving and property is affordable in the Fife yeah. area. Yes, when you base it on the salaries and obviously and look at these these this time in comparison to the year mm -hmm. previous things yeah definitely and, and like you you set that out quite clearly there i think uh, and that's quite that was quite interesting uh to, to to hear it like that and i think a lot mm -hmm. of people will agree with me and i think like ultimately if five homeowners or five landlords should decide maybe they should decide maybe based on their unique circumstances mm -hmm. and it is about everybody's individual rather than being swayed by the newspapers and the headlines and 
do you know what I mean? General market trends. Uh, mm -hmm. Anyone that's uncertain about that uh, or, or the property market's future should really contact um, yourself, Perry, or myself. Drop it in the comments. Message us direct. Yeah. If you're yeah. uncertain about anything, if, if you're a landlord and you're uncertain, if you're obviously going to be a home buyer or, or if you're selling and just not quite sure, it's really good to stick to the facts and look at this time, this time uh, slot in the year compared to maybe previous years and, and look at the actual stats. There's a lot of agents out there that probably won't have that available to you readily to say, right, okay, well, at this time last year, this is so, and, and give that example of how the performance of the market is in comparison. I think that's uh, important for people. I mean, for me to wrap up on this, really, my thoughts are that, and I say it quite frequently, actually, is equip yourself with the right information apply that information to your personal circumstances because actually what's going on with the other 99.9% .9 of the population doesn't really matter to you it's you know what matters to you and how how can you make what you need to happen happen yeah get good advice you know we're not financial advisors in any way so you need to get good advice in that score um and get a trusted partnership with people that can guide and work with you uh, and give you some real fact Sometimes that fact will be go for it. Other times it might be actually now's not the time. But you know, yeah. understand it for yourself, not necessarily what the world is depicting. Would be my yeah. final say on that. Yeah, I think What's that's a you made thoughts? a yeah. Well, you made a really good point there as well, and I think it is important that if you if you go to an agent and your circumstances maybe think right, maybe this isn't the right time for you to sell due to X, Y, and Z factors. I don't know. Then mm -hmm. they should advise you that, not just push you to the market to make another sale. Do you know what I mean? And that's yeah. really important. And that's an agent who you could trust in things but but yeah i mean my final thoughts is that um we've covered a lot of really interesting stats and, and uh, figures today and i think it's it's good to see the comparison between uh, the years previous and, and and where we are now and i think it's really important to to keep in mind that we are quite uh, on a level level um field at the moment with the, the sales market and likewise with the lettings and obviously from a landlord and investment point of view it is a really good time despite maybe house prices maybe putting people off thinking i'm not going to get a good return because there is good deals and good returns to be made out there for landlords so like i said either way if it's sales or lettings i mm -hmm. message us direct we'll be happy to give you any advice we're not financial advisors but we do know really good financial and mortgage advisors who can uh, guide you through uh, the process of maybe obtaining uh, good mortgage products or some financial advice about your current situation and if you're a, an investor and you want to know how much spending power you will actually have um, in the in the current market and things then then we have got the right people to refer that on to and that's probably the, key, the key for me is knowing the right people or knowing the right person to refer you on to that right the right people yeah definitely but yeah, so that was good. We've got, I mean, just a couple of, a couple of um, people joining in here. Uh, thanks for watching. Good afternoon, Andrea. There was a, we, we held quite a few viewers there that were watching. Um, so yeah, if it's a rerun, guys, still write in the comments, but we'll pick it up. Um, you can message us direct on our social media pages if you've got any questions on anything we covered today. That There was quite a lot of stats and, and figures there, but I think they demonstrate the, the current uh, situation with the sales market. Um, and, and thanks very much for your input, Perry, and uh, running through that with us. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Yeah, have a good afternoon.